If I could catch you like a fish. Hello. We devote this week's program to the American singer who's been described as a magnificent ogress, a gothic lion, a kind of diva from a Fellini movie. She is Sarah McCoy. Well, I would hunt you like a wolf. I would stalk you through the night. I'd be hiding in a shadow now. Where you can't see me Until the moment Is just right I would be your boogeyman Singing the blues for Sarah McCoy isn't just an exercise It's the expression of who she is What she's lived through She often accompanies herself alone On her trusted piano Her voice bears resemblance perhaps to Amy Winehouse, Janis Joplin, Nina Simone. stage she's larger than life voluptuous with eccentric multicolored hair frilly costumes she holds nothing back the loudness wasn't just to be heard it was to to cry out loud you know what I mean sometimes you want to scream sometimes you want to sing sometimes you want to laugh I do them all for me I don't feel like there's any other way to do it if you want to be I'm not the the best singer, I'm not the best piano player, but I do put it all on the table and I think that's what got me seen in the first place. Sarah McCoy was discovered six years ago by a French researcher when she was playing in sometimes seedy bars and clubs in New Orleans. That was a a little soul-sucking at one point, you know? I mean, gentrification changed a lot. The secret streets of New Orleans were found by tourists. I feel like there was a point where some of the shows that I was playing after the tourism started appealing a lot to more football fans and stuff like that. Instead of the more listening audiences that I had grown accustomed to, I was playing for people who were there for football games, who were screaming over the band and disrespecting us while we were playing. I just can't really explain to you what it's like to like be singing a song about like wanting to die and explaining this to your mother and some fat-headed piece of crap is screaming shots at the same time. You're just like, this makes me want to shoot myself. You know what I mean? I want to die all over again. I ever see again Will I miss her? And at that point, it was really hard to put everything on the table because you're like, you don't deserve this. These are my secrets. And then it was really at that point that I got the opportunity to come to France and the choice was kind of easy. Well, I'm sorry. If you see her, will you let 
her and it was here in France a couple of years ago that she was introduced to the musician Chili Gonzalez and producer Renaud Letan. They both helped her record her debut album Blood Siren, and which was released in the autumn of 2019. McCoy began composing some of the pieces when she was a teenager, and she was just 14 when she began writing this one, Death of a Blackbird, in memory of her father, who was dying of cancer. McCoy was deeply affected by her dad's death, and when she was around 19, she left South Carolina and set out hitchhiking across the U.S., earning a bit here and there through busking, but also living rough. You know, you get road hard. You get cold towards society and other people because the life on the road is abusive. And it's hard on your body. It's hard on your heart. As much as it is freeing, you know, you're like, oh, I can dance in the rain. Living on the road was tough, but it had its bohemian side. She now admits that when she arrived in Paris, she sometimes felt she was no longer quite so free to be herself. It's a very different life living in Paris than living in New Orleans. And there was just this point, I think, when I got to Paris where I realized if I wanted to dance to work in New Orleans, I could dance to work. Nobody would look at me twice. They'd be like, yeah, get it, girl. You can't really do it in Paris. You just feel like you can't. And I wasn't assimilating well to my life in Paris. Uh, and now I dance in the rain again. <laughs> now, dear mama, it seems to me, yeah, just the sun and moon are real. And day the fattest things, the farthest things from my touch, from my touch. Well, I don't like who I am. Who I've been or who I be And down on my reflection I am a monster, I am the beast And dear mama, there's no one left But you to pray, you to pray for me McCoy has been through some very difficult times. She lost her way. She lost some of her friends. This song, Mama's Song, takes the form of a letter she wrote to her mother to ask her to pray for her. It began with a whistle. I was next to the ocean. There was this, like, secret spot I used to go to in California. It was, like, under a wharf. And uh, I sat down there. I have this really fantastic memory of that day. I had written it down on paper for my mom and it was just kind of like this train of thoughts and it all came out in questions, questions, questions and I was like this is gonna be a song and so I started just putting on a simple guitar thing and when I was all done and crying and like okay I think I just wrote a song but who cares you know because it's actually how I feel and it's not a great feeling I started to whistle this song you know whatever and Someone somewhere else, I think above me, heard me, um, and they whistled back. 
And it was this thing where I just like sat by the ocean. It was like for a good hour and a half. And every now and then I'd whistle and the person would whistle back. And then I whistled and they didn't whistle back. And I tried a couple more times and they didn't whistle back. And I remember getting upset that they didn't whistle goodbye. <laughs> but it was just, there was someone else out there thinking too. And we didn't say a word to each other. But we were kind of like little birds by the ocean. And I liked that. It took half the bite away from the harsh reality I was dealing with at the time. Now, dear mama, I know you still pray. I know you pray for me. Oh, mama, when you talk to God, pray that he sets me. Sarah McCoy is big and rather beautiful, but she has struggled with her self-image. She knows what it's like Trapped outside It seems cold, but it's all that she knows this song, Ugly Dog, was inspired by having a particularly attractive best friend who always got all the attention. And she goes back to the pound. She watches all the people pass her by. At some point, it, I started feeling like the ugly dog, and I, I don't know, in this, this ridiculous search for love you know or companionship with like a partner in life I always felt like the ugly dog you know and it's, it's you know this kind of sad romantic fantasized idea of this poor little like <laughs> fucked up looking dog that's in the pound and she's like dreaming of someone throwing a ball for her just because they can't see throwing a ball for another dog and that's kind of how it feels when you search for love sometimes. When you crave love, the needs of companionship can feel like that. She will think of you and hope for better days. McCoy's never been afraid to tell it how it is, to share her troubles, her self-doubts, even if people sometimes find it awkward. It's kind of embarrassing half the time when they're like, explain this song. I'm like, oh, I'd rather not. Oh, God, I should explain this song, but I'd rather not. You know, like, it's always like, well, yes, I feel ugly. Well, yes, I was a piece of crap. Well, yes, I feel old now and I used to be f more fun back in the day or something. Um, yeah, it's kind of weird that I'm sometimes embarrassed by my own honesty and my music. Because, like, when someone's like, do you really feel ugly? I'm like, yeah, that's a problem I'm working on. Um, but I don't regret that. We live in a world where we're sold how to feel and sold how to look, sold words to say. We're sold false realities. I have a very good friend of mine. I love her dearly. And I see her Facebook page. And she's so happy. She's so happy. And then when I talk to her, she's so sad. For me, I relate to it because of course, like you want to put on a happy face and make people believe that you're just fine. 
And that's fine if you are fine. But when you're not fine, that's an isolating behavior to get used to. And if everyone's doing it, then nobody's relating to the other side. Just when I can see it, baby, I blink and then it's gone. And there's always something in the way. Always something in the way. Always something in the way. What I want. I have like serious anxiety issues and stuff. And in dealing with that, a lot of times I isolated myself believing that I was alone when I was not. And I have a few golden people in my life that I keep close because they reminded me I was not. And I think that's in part why the honesty is important. Because if I'm just thinking about how it's sunshiny all the time, and some people can do that, it's my job to sing about when it rains. Would I like to take? But I like testing fate, my baby. And that was the American singer-songwriter Sarah McCoy ending this week's World Music Matters podcast. And my thanks to Sarah Tisser for the interview. I hope you enjoyed the show. From me, Alison Hurd, bye for now. Touch me, I'm red hot, burning on flame. I'm gonna leave, but I wanna stay. The price of falping and love is the shame. You would be How is no game? I think of you every time. I think of you every time. I think of you every time our record plays. Every time, every time my record plays.